Growth for the sake of growth is the ideology of the cancer cell, Edward Abbey. So welcome to another episode of The Weekly Brew. I'm your host, Josh, and it's good to have you here. And uh, if you're listening to this, you are one of my paid subscribers. So thank you so much for your patronage and your support and your love. It goes a long, long way. You cannot believe it. Um, It's because of you that I can do more of this. So feel free to share this with people that you think would benefit from it or enjoy it. And those that are, those that are new here, my new subscribers, this is literally just a concoction, a fresh, a freshly roasted batch of uh, thoughts that I've dug up in the week, and it's centered around meat movement, mindfulness. So the three pillars of fundamental healing and health that I believe can change a lot of lives. Um, it adds a level of simplicity to health. And well-being, um, health is a very big loaded term, but for me, focusing on these three foundations, eating an ancestry aligned meat-based ketogenic diet, moving well, moving daily, whatever that is for you, breathing, CrossFit, yoga, walking, whatever, and then finally mindfulness, integrating meditation, journaling, um, reflection, being out in nature, psychedelics, everything that comes with mindfulness, however you want to do it. But integrating all three of these into your daily life makes all the difference. So um, that quote in the beginning struck me and I've been contemplating it for the whole week because you will see in this week's brew that it, it sort of it tags onto what's, 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 what's being said and what is currently being said in the world. Um, I speak about the World Economic Forum uh, the virtue signaling that happens there. And then finally, I just uh, end off with um, what, did your, what did your grandma cook with? Because there's some clues to what she cooked with and how, they, how, that, how the losing of those original substances, those animal-based cooking materials and oils that we used has maybe caused a lot of, a lot of damage and a lot of harm to our health. And uh, not only our health, and the environment too. So again, that quote, growth for the sake of growth is the ideology of the cancer cell. I love that because let's go into the World Economic Forum. So they had their like annual conference and I've got a lot to say about this. Um, And I want to start this off with, so if you want to read the full post, again, this will be also available on Substack if you don't like listening to my voice, understandable. I know my South African accent can get away with me sometimes and maybe some people find it find it hard to uh, engage or listen or concentrate to what I'm saying, but hopefully I can articulate my thoughts in the best way <laughs> that I know how. But they had this uh, conference, the World Economic Forum, and I shared an image very quickly, which I, which was actually misinformation so just to give you context i shared this image of a bunch of private jets on a runway and the title the title was let me just get it here a record 1500 private jets have arrived at the world economic world economic forum in switzerland to discuss what they can do about your carbon footprint so i found this very funny it was a meme and i shared it instantly and i commented on it i I commented in a very serious fashion on it. And 
basically that po- that was actually from 2019. So it did happen, but it was it, it wasn't a recent conference. So I I assumed that that was that was from the recent conference. But the point is is that the very thing that I'm against is what I just did. So sorry about that. I'm saying sorry to the royal the royal we who's listening to me, but basically the, that it just shows you how easy it is to share misinformation because I'm I'm passionate about the first principles and and things that remain true and if you want to do that and you want to share truth um you you, you got to sort of investigate the things that you are sharing a little bit deeper you know point being is that I'm living I, I live in such an echo chamber w- within the animal based community and there's lots of things that I will confirm my biases towards and agree with without second thoughts as to deciding hey is this image actually true is it worth sharing even though I've got an agenda my agenda being that I definitely don't agree with the Bill Gates of the world and the people that go to these world economic forums and decide about general practices regarding the elimination of meats for the general public because they're sitting in their ivory towers and they don't actually know what happens on the ground and they don't actually know that removing red meats and agriculture from our earth is one of the worst decisions you can make in terms of depleting soil, biodiversity. So that's that's one of the things that I am definitely for. So therefore that anything that goes against that, I will sort of immediately share or just or just comment on without a second doubt. But it, it's not right with what I'm saying. The, the point is that I've got to start this off by saying that I, I did share it. It wasn't true. It wasn't right. And therefore, I'm totally cool just admitting that next time around, I should just be more diligent in in sharing things that are more accurate and setting it up a bit better. So what happens was I did share a a video from the conference uh, that somebody shared. Um, they flew into Davos, Switzerland. And there's this video of all these black SUVs and Mercedes-Benz just like literally lining up the roads. And now obviously most of these guys did arrive by some private jet. So let's put that out there. Probably not, not all at the same airport, but they did arrive by some private jet. So they are, in a sense, being very hypocritical. Um they are arriving in vehicles that eliminate insane amount of fossil fuels and they are probably going to lecture people on how reducing meat is the way forward and sustainable meat alternatives is um, the best option and people must just get used to that. But if they truly were all for the environment in like the most egalitarian sense then they would have had a zoom conference to save uh fossil fuels basically (laughs) and they just wouldn't have like even bothered going to a venue and flying their jets and driving these cars there and and if anything they would have they, they could have got like a bus or something like a big fancy bus that at least like 30 of them could have hitched a bus with to the app to the venue to make a statement about saving emissions and whatnot but that is so besides the point. <laughs> I'm just going to take a, a sip of some electrolytes. 
I've actually been drinking this uh, Elements Electrolytes, which I got from a friend here in Amsterdam. And I've been rather enjoying it. So yeah, that's just a bit of a side note for you. Onwards. So again, this 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 fascinated me and listening to some of the the conversations from them and people that some of these world leaders that attended this conference just exposed so much to me. And one of the people that I love is who who is who's exposing the the misinformation around cattle and regenerative farming and the effect that it has on the atmosphere is Diana Rogers, who wrote the book Sacred Cow. Um, I'm very, very passionate about sharing her work because she is actually finding out the the truth behind a lot of these these blanket statements that oh, you know, in order to be healthy and in order to save, save the environment, you have to go vegan. So this couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, I shared a graphic which shows that carbon emitted by cows gets sequestered back into the natural cycle of, of that's been happening for a very long time. It's literally a process of recycling. So what I'm saying is, is that a proper regenerative farm with cattle that feed on pasture, which is actually most cattle, most cattle feeds will start off on pasture no matter what cow it is. Um, Some people think they just grew up in a feedlot and that's actually just not the case, but that's a story for another day. This carbon cycle happens in, in a natural way that gets recycled. So therefore the process of having a regenerative farm actually sequesters carbon. So it actually recycles carbon in the atmosphere. I mean, that's nuts. You don't even hear that. You, 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 mainstream media doesn't even mention that um, at all. And in fact, here's the, the comments below. So it says, with the help of grazing animals, carbon is taken from the air by plants and pumped into the soil, providing energy for soil microbes to build um to build and store carbon so th- so therefore everything plays a part the plants the cow the carbon in the atmosphere the soil the dung everything everything plays a part and then on the left of this graphic it shows carbon from fossil fuels this is ancient carbon getting released into the atmosphere with no control no hope of recycling so carbon is purely added it's not recycled at all um there's no rain to help convert i'm just trying to read this graphic properly here the methane gets converted to co2 and h2o in the rain clouds and gets back and gets and gets sequestered back into the soil whereas carbon from fossil fuels that does not happen it just gets purely added back into the atmosphere so the point is when you have people with no skin in the game, like these World Health Organizational, World Economic Forum-ish people, they start speaking about these issues from the perspective of they're going to make money from selling you some plant-based product. You've got to to question that. You, You really do have to question it. Instead of these people, like Bill Gates, actually going to farmers and regenerative farms and 
getting a first person view of what's actually happening and actually speaking to the people and seeing how things are actually done. And I, and I fear that maybe, can you imagine if people did that? Like we need more leaders that think in isolation, that don't listen to the propaganda of mainstream media. We need, it's the, it's the leaders that think in isolation and come to conclusions about things based on their own intuition plus the help of people that actually have skin in the game that helps move things forward instead of just assuming that things should be a certain way because it fits it fits your virtue signaling propaganda machine that's just rolling out and just not stopping <laughs> so again highly i highly recommend reading this it's it's brilliant it's amazing and um, it's it, it definitely sheds a lot of light on on how how I'm thinking about this topic that just makes me completely frustrated basically so the final part of this weekly brew is one I recorded a, a episode of my YouTube channel um, about removing seed oils and I feel very strongly about the metabolic effects of seed oils. There is more and more evidence emerging to show how destructive these heavily marketed products are. Um, they're cheap, they're nasty, just stay the fuck away. <laughs> they, are, they are better people with better fancy sounding degrees that will do a better job at explaining to you why you should absolutely not consume the industrial sludge that is vegetable slash seed oils but of course it is my job to tell you in layman's terms that seed oils are just not good for your health period if you think about it they go through the most grueling process go watch the video that i posted on the article on substack um it's so nasty it'll just put you off it'll put you off it completely just thinking about the the way that they extract the oil from these cheap, cheap monocropped plants like cotton seeds or sunflower oil, it, it, it's so nasty. And to think that that's going in your body, this like sludge is going into your body and your body just does not know what to do with it. Your grandma probably cooked with some animal-based products and at the very worst, I'm saying worst because I still don't think it's the best, but olive oil, just high-grade extra virgin olive oil. Um, I, I, I do enjoy olive oil. I just think too much of it is still not a good idea. You, your best bet is an animal-based oil like butter or tallow, even coconut oil. It's a good saturated fat. I think if you're going to cook with something that is not animal-based, coconut oil is your, your best bet. So again, go watch it um, and let me know what you think of today's episode. I I think it's a I think it turned out well and again there's a couple of things that I took away from it that I that I never expected because I was I was writing the article and then I thought let me just double check this image that I shared because I'm pretty sure I've seen it before and I was wrong so it's a good it's a good prompt for me just to double check the things that I just so quickly share even especially me living in this like sort of echo chamber, this animal-based echo chamber, I'm always 
trying my best. It doesn't happen always. Just naturally, the, I gravitate towards things that I agree with. We all do. But I do try and look at things from both sides. And I will speak about in the future. I definitely think humans are omnivores. We can live off of pretty much anything. We like pigs. But in my opinion, meat is a species-appropriate health food. Meat is the original superfood. Fruit and carbs and things like that are survival food. So your body is going to want to store it, use it straight away or store it. So that's a pretty simple way of just understanding what you're putting in your body. It's not just because you can eat something doesn't mean you should. So just remember that going forward is that just because you eat something doesn't mean you should. And there are more optimal things to fuel yourself with. There really is. And I want to leave you with that today. I really do. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I hope uh, you get primed for the week ahead. And let me know your thoughts. Please go like the article if you can on Substack and share it. It does go a long way to help people find my work. And without further ado, I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers for now.